Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Ferugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organizers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organized. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. Join us for episode 34 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organizing your garage or shed. These are one of my favorite places to declutter. I know, because there's so much you can declutter, right? Yes. (laughs) Do you do clients where you do like just the husband in his garage or shed? Or do you tend to do like husband and wife help out in the garage or shed? Do you have like a thing? I don't have a thing. I do get lots of wives ringing me up and saying, can you please help my husband in his garage or shed? And as with anything, the person whose stuff it is generally has to be on board <laughs> and generally has to be inclined. So, But I, ha- I do have husbands call me and say, please come and, or, you know, like I have men call me and say, right, I'm ready. It's time. It's time. I need to fit. Yeah, I need to fit my car in the garage, or like we've been hailed on, and I really need to get my car parked in the garage. Yeah, because it costs like a lot of money. Yeah. Speaking as someone who just put in three claims from the recent hailstorm we had in Melbourne. Yay! And we had one last February this time last year almost. So it's expensive not to keep your car in the garage, isn't it? Yes, and that's our number one goal in. Like my number one goal for most people in garages is to let's get your most valued asset other than your home. Let's park it in the garage if you have one. Absolutely. Because that's like in Australia, we build a house and attached to almost every house that gets built now is a home for a car. Yeah. So why wouldn't you home your car? 
And it's cheaper for your insurance. It's much nicer on a day like today when it's 39 degrees to mm. get into a car that isn't scalding hot. Given we don't have, you know, those vinyl seats you used to have in the 80s. My mum used to drive this awesome Ford, what was it, Fairlane. And it had these vinyl seats, no air con. The seat belts would burn your poor skin. It was awesome. But... <laughs> Awesomely bad. It was awesomely bad. The memories are awesome because we like reminisce about it. But at the time, it was horrible. It's not so much fun. No, but if you have a garage, chances are you're probably not parking a car in it. I cannot tell you how many people on my street alone. <laughs> I live in a brand new suburb and we have so many cars in our suburb, in our tiny estate with cars parked up. And fair enough. Some of those have got multiple cars in their family, got teenage children, and there's only two spaces in a garage to fit cars. So if you've got four people, five people driving cars, fair enough. You can't all park the car. But if you have a garage and it is full of clutter that you have not found homes for and you have not put enough storage systems in your garage that you can't park your car, Maybe you might want to reconsider that. Maybe you want to park your most valuable asset other than, it's not really an asset, it's an expense, but your most valuable It's a depreciating asset. Mm. Would you call it an asset? Would you call a car an asset? Probably not. Well, it is. Some people would. <laughs> Some people wouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't. It's, it's a depreciating cost. Of an of a it thing is a, that it you is own. A, it's a depreciating asset. That's how it would be termed. Well, Kirsty's come from the accounting industry, so you know for the best. Yeah, I, though, think of them as expenses. Well, they are. They don't make a whole lot of money when you buy a car. You just spend money on it. Yeah, and you don't get any money back, no. really. Very little. Yes. Anyway, so, pack it in your garage. Pack it in the garage, though. It costs you a lot of money, normally. So, if your goal is to pack your car in your garage... Usually the reason you have that goal is because your garage is completely chock-a-block full of other stuff. Mm -hmm. And Kirstie and I have seen everything in a garage, I would imagine. Mm. Everything that a home has is somewhere in a garage in Australia. What's some weird things that you've found in a garage? Not weird, but what's something surprising that you found in a garage? I found a sink. You found a sink? Yeah. And I found an oven. Mm. Yeah, and I found some... Dead animals. I've had dead animals. I've had boxes. Oh, okay. One of it's not really weird. It was just more something That's what that I said. surprising. Surprising. One of my beautiful clients had, I would guess, maybe five hundred magazines imported from Europe. So her family had lived in Europe, and she had reason to collect magazines that were totally useful and helpful to her when they were in Europe. And then when they packed up their shipping container to move back to Australia. All of the magazines came over as well. And so when we went through the garage and we found a couple of boxes of magazines, I was like, okay, there's a lot of magazines. You know, do you need them anymore? And we asked all those really helpful questions that we ask. And she had this smirk on her face. I was like, what's so funny? And she said, you haven't found the half of them. <laughs> and there were boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of magazines, which the majority was cleared out so that they had room for their car. Oh, Awesome. Still didn't need those magazines though, did they? No. And often the things in your garage are out of sight and out of mind. And a garage is a helpful storage place. I mean, I don't personally have a garage, but Kirsty does. And it's a great place to keep things like bikes, mm -hmm. camping gear, Christmas decorations, your tools, maybe your lawnmower if you don't have a shed. 
But all the other things in there that you're not using, it's probably time for them to go. Yes, and often people move houses and they put all the boxes that they haven't yet unpacked, they leave them in the garage. That's so for true. For 10 or for, 20 years. Yes. I've had plenty of clients who say, oh, I haven't looked at those boxes for a couple of decades. Yes. So sometimes they, if you know what's in them, they could be wholesale chucked. Sometimes, because you don't know what's in them, you might want to look through and make sure that there isn't something memento, sentimental. Although I would argue that if you haven't seen it for 20 years, it may not be any more sentimental for you anymore. (laughs) Going through a garage is something that um, overwhelms a lot of people because it's such a big space in your home with such a diverse amount of stuff in it. And then you not only have to go through it, but then you've got to figure out, like, how do I put the stuff back in? Mm. Are there storage solutions? How do I keep my bikes that they don't all scratch the car when they fall over? How do I keep the bike helmets that we don't end up with red backs in them? So, Kess, have you used any cool systems or, like, what's kind of your go-to for organising a garage? It depends on how big the garage is. If there's enough room, then having a shelving system is ideal because then you can store things in boxes that have got lids, preferably like plastic boxes from Bunnings and the like, because then they are spider proof. (laughs) They are waterproof. So if your garage floods, for instance, I have, um, I was talking to a client yesterday actually, and she was saying that she lives on a sloping block. So her neighbor, their garage floods and their neighbor's water comes into their property as well. And so they had everything up on stuffs, but not on chocks necessarily, like on an exercise machine. Exercise. So they <laughs> had course. they had stuff. Just I haven't seen the place yet. She's a brand new client. So, but she was saying that they had to have things lifted up. So mm. I think um, if you have the space, and only if you have the space, <laughs> having shelving units around one side of the garage, and even um, shelving units or like um, shelf one shelf up high above the car above I've your head. I've seen that on Pinterest. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, but- and a bit scary. Like I wouldn't want to get up there. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm totally scared of heights. Really? Like, like bad scared of heights. Just above your head height? Like stand on a chair height. Wow. Like wear high heels, feel a bit giddy height. Wow. The things you learn too late in a friendship. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, Kirsty too, those shelving, open shelving units. Yes. And my biggest go-to is always those tubs from Bunnings. I think they're about $8 each and they're 50 litres. And they're just brilliant. They seal really easily. They're lightweight, which means you can put some heavy things in them and you don't then have to carry extra weight. And they protect them from dust as well. Yeah, dust. And really from air too, because, you know, a lot of plastics will actually erode if you just leave them in the garage. But putting them away somewhere, at least you don't have that moving air around it all the time to dry things out as well. Hmm. So what we have in our garage, we have uh, shoe holder of shoe rack shoe rack that's a word words yeah so we've got shoe racks just outside our door entry door so that's where all our shoes live and it is often sprayed for spiders because that's the bad thing about having shoes outside is that spiders can live in them and then above the shoe rack we have um ikea hanging go on get the name right i don't know what's it like they've got like you know where you have the bi gel hooks 
I don't know. I don't know. I, wouldn't I could know. say whatever I want and you, you wouldn't could, know. Exactly, exactly. They're the hooks. <laughs> it's got a backboard and then it's got hooks Excellent. on it. So that we can hang, we hang jackets up there in the winter and like it's that we've spoken about this before. It's our mudroom. And we also have my helmets there, but on the side of the shoe rack, we have the kids' helmets nice. on Nice. So they can grab them themselves. Yes. We also have around our garage, we have a couple of tool boxes, mm-hmm. like on wheels. Yep. For my husband, we've got um, open shelf rack for more tools and more like nails and screws stuff. and boys, not boys stuff. Hey, it's that's not my boys. stuff in our house. Yeah, that's why I correct myself. Good girl. In our family, it's Simon's domain and Emily's domain. So it's a gender neutral place then we have a cupboard that has more stuff in it that i don't know because i don't go into it and then we have our filing cabinet which we've spoken about that isn't used as a filing only half used as a filing cabinet and half used as um old sheets and old towels do you keep both cars in the garage we do keep both cars in the garage because i haven't finished going around our garage Oh, because you've got more. We've got another wall that I haven't even spoken about. We've got bikes on the other side of the wall. So hung on the wall? Actually, we've got bikes on three walls because <laughs> we are Simon's a cyclist. Do you have the bikes up on the wall, like mounted? Yes. So we have two bikes mounted on walls on flat against the yep. wall yep. because they've got those hooks from Perfect. Bunnings and wherever. And then we have a piece of wood that is mounted on the roof to the joists or whatever oh. in the roof and then we've got hooks on that and so we mount the bikes up on hooks that's cool vertically yep is that correct can, yep the hanging yep. from a wheel yeah hanging yeah, from yeah. a wheel that so we've sense. got five of them in a row so my little car my little Mazda 2 parks under ah, the clever it's at the back of the yep, garage I can picture and then Simon's built a couple of little shelves that are just deep enough to hold all his cleaning products for the car. And so we've got a couple of shelves and then under the shelves we've got some hooks to hang up the um, the brooms and the rakes and the and the what's the gadgets things. Mm-hmm. Because we also have a well? shed. Yeah, yes. this is where I was going. We have with a that. shed. We have a shed and in the shed is the lawnmower and the whipper snipper and the hedge trimmer. And then we've got open shelving that has got um, camping gear and um, flippers and snorkels. And then we've got another open shelving unit in there that has gardening accessories, gardening tools, because that's where all the gardening is kept. And I just remembered something else in our garage. We have, I know we have quite a lot. We could probably declutter the garage shed, Simon. (laughs) We have one of those roof racks, not roof racks, the pods. Yep, a pod. We've got a pod. On um, the roof? On the roof. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that? Like, it's hanging. It's hanging on the roof. On the roof. Yeah. And we've got pool pool noodles. Yeah, on top of it. On top of it. Quite a few people do that. Yeah. Do you want to know what we have? You don't have one. This much. (laughs) <laughs> don't None. do don't do too much silence because then I'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a garage. We do have a shed which has the lawnmower, a few tools, and our camping gear, and that's it. Ooh. 
but we do have a open garage planned on our new house. Um, open garage? Yeah, as in no door. Carport. Why is that? Um, because Carport. I don't want to have to open and close the door all the time. That's annoying. Uh, no, don't want to. I don't want a buzzer thingy. I just oh, don't want to have to open it and close that's it. That's so awesome. People can't steal things then. And we're not going to have anything in there. Because you know how much we have in our garage at the moment? But then you might be able to have bikes. This much. <laughs> you need your little... I need my twinkle bells. Hang twinkle on. bells. Twinkle bells are coming. Because they're still this at Jared's how, studio. This is how much I have in my garage. <laughs> Nothing. But what I do have is a really smart laundry that keeps all my tools in it. Um, and we've got some shelving up on there. But you don't want to hear about my laundry. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to the art of decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on entryways. We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys. Mm. So that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying, and that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is and just make sure they always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now back to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks. What do people need to keep in their garage? Silence. Nothing. You don't need a garage. But if you do have a garage, keep things in there that you use regularly, you want to have access to, and that you will use on a regular occurrence. But Kirsten and I have always talked very fondly of a concept about the sharing economy. Yes. That you don't necessarily need to own everything when you're part of a community. Yes. You can ask your neighbor if you can borrow their lawnmower and their whippersnipper and their lawn edger and their hedge trimmer and then pay them. 
yeah. or hire, do something hire it from your neighbor or do something kind to, for them like mow their front nature strip for them or do their lawns for them do something cook them a meal cook them a meal babysit their kids there's so many alternatives to owning all the stuff ourselves and I was saying to my husband not long ago that the cost of having something like a whippersnipper probably outweighs the cost of getting somebody, like an 18-year-old kid that wants to earn some extra money before going to uni or starting a job. It probably will be less expensive to get them out and do it for us than the cost of buying it, servicing it, buying the petrol, buying those spinny, roundy, ropey things yeah, on the bottom. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was about to say. It's not necessarily just the cost. It's the mental frustration and the anguish and the pain and suffering that whippersnippers cause. Yeah, every time you go to use it, there's something that needs replacing. Yeah, and trying to get that the whipper line. Is the, that what it's called? The line. Yeah, the line. To get that in. I personally have never done it. I have personally witnessed many, many times the frustration that it caused. I think Simon has even wanted to throw the whippersnipper from here to kingdom come. Fair enough. So why do that to yourself if no. you don't have to? Have it, just have a think about it. There's so many ways that instead of buying, storing, keeping, servicing, upkeeping, everything else, things that you would keep in the garage or shed... Yeah, borrow tools, hire tools. Yeah, hire them, hire them from Bunnings. Or hire them from like tool places. Hire them from your neighbour. Hire them from your neighbour. Pay a young girl or boy to do it for you. But they've still got to get it. Yeah, they're, they're not going to walk around with their own whippersnipper going, hey, does somebody want me uh -huh. to whippersnipper? Yeah. yeah, my friend lives in a cul-de-sac and there's this lovely gentleman who's apparently in his like 70s and for $15 per house, he comes and does all your front gardens for you. Yeah, so the seven-year-old man, but the 18-year-old isn't going to go, oh, no. I've got a brilliant idea. I'm going to go to Bunnings and buy well, the 18, worst tool ever. 18-year-old boys, you need to go and buy. Or girl. girl. Or girl. I was the person that did the, um, so I'm one of five girls, as many of you know. And I, one of my chores was to mow the lawns in the backyard, which sounds not that difficult, except, except my parents have a sloping block that's a quarter of an acre in the backyard. And so my job was to do it. And I would like mow patterns into the grass because I found it so boring. Who and did the front yard? The front yard um, was just dirt when I lived at home. But and then it turned to grass and they paid someone on a like ride-on thing. Yeah, because it, it, was it was huge. massive. And now my sister lives there. Yeah. Um, but I hated it, hated it, hated it, and have not mowed a lawn since I moved out of home. You don't have a lawn to mow, do you? Yes, we do. Where? At the back. I thought it was just stubble. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite possibly a good analysis of my backyard in Sorry, summer. Steve. <laughs> okay, so another area where... Steve is our friend. Oh, yeah, who... Steve's not my husband. Steve's just my horticultural friend. <laughs> Ow. Our friend. Our friend. Sorry, you want to claim Stevie too? Hi. All I was right. friends with him first, probably. Probably not. Uh, I think so. I think I was friends with him first. All right, Stevie, Steve, tell us. tell us. Who were you he friends, with, friends first? with first? <laughs> you were too young to be friends with him. No. I've been friends with Steve since I was like 16. Yeah. Anyway, people don't care. They don't know Steve <laughs> and they don't care about Some this conversation. Some of them know Steve. Laura knows Steve. All right, stop Laura it. listens. Kirsty. <laughs> I need the twinkle bells. <laughs> it's time for me to talk about duplicates in your garage. Duplicates. How many people have like two or three big like shovels or a pix and a pixack and things that do all the same thing? A pix? Yeah. <laughs> a pick. A pick 
or a pickaxe <laughs> and things that do the same thing. Yes. So we want to encourage you that you don't need multiples. Yes, you don't need multiples. I think maybe we should have somebody who does more gardening on our show to tell us that they do need multiples. So I'm sure I'm going to cop flack for this episode. Well, we have never used multiples at once. We have dug trenches. Have you? We, meaning Simon. And you sat and cheered him on? In 40 degree heat. Oh, that's horrid. Yeah, he's done it several times actually. On He chooses 40, somehow the universe has chooses 48 degree, 48? 48, 40, 40 days. There was a 44 degree. They moved to degree, the Sahara to dig their trenches. 44 degree day in Melbourne. That's horrid. Yeah, where we were digging a trench because our little unit used to flood in, flood when it rained heavily, the street would get flooded and we would get flooded because we were on the downside. So he had to dig a, what's it called? Trench, a moat. Did you have a castle? It was like a moat, actually. It would have been when it filled with water. It was a trench, but we put ag ag line down in the... sound like I know what I'm talking about. totally sound like you do. Ag line in to stop it. But he dug and he did it by himself, so he only needed one. But there has been times where he's had friends over. BYO shovel. But BYO, exactly. Ask your mates to come over and do it. BYO, mates. Yep. You definitely don't need doubles. But there's one very common thing that Kirsty and I find in garages, and that are your fixer-uppers. Projects that you've started or that you've at least bought the supplies for. Or do one day, one day. One day, one day when when the kids grow up, one day when one I One day when have I have to... time, one day when I have some me time. One day when I quit my job. Me time. Do you know what that is? No, hmm. no, no, no. This is me time. <laughs> <laughs> it's us time. One day, one day. Well, I'll get around to that project. And I was so long? enthusiastic at the start. I was so, so in love with this idea. I really, really love it. And I'm really passionate about doing it again one day. And I spent like 150 bucks on the supplies. Oh, I spent way more than that. I can beat you. I spent thousands of dollars, so it's really, really wasteful of me. My wife would be so angry if I just threw all this stuff out. So angry. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) We've heard that once or twice, I think. (laughs) If you've got projects that you've been working on, do yourself some favors and set aside the time intentionally in 2018 to do those projects that you love. And if you're not that excited by setting aside the time, don't do it. Let it go. Let it go. Pass it on to somebody who is passionate about that hobby, that interest, that project. Go pass it on to that friend of yours who got you into it in the first place or who is still passionate about it or put it on eBay or like second, you know, Gumtree, whatever. Get it out of your house and out of your garage. It's taking up valuable real estate where you could park your car or you could put shelving or you can hang something. Get it out. Let it go. Get your Elsa on and let it go. And there's guilt. Yeah. Don't you find that when you've got those projects, you think like every weekend, I really should. Yeah. Really should get back to that. I really should do something about it. Spend all that money on it. But you know what? You already spent that money. Can't get it back. You can't get it back. You're not going to go back to Lincraft and ask for money back for all this material that you've cut patterns out of already. You're not going to do that. Just don't let it go. Let it go. Don't allow your garage to be the final resting place for half done, half baked, good intention projects. Yes. Do the project or let it go. Awesome. Just say thank you, old self, for being so creative and thoughtful. 
New self doesn't need that. New self doesn't need that guilt and shame. Oh, I like that curse. New self. Once someone has their garage decluttered, they've parked their car in it, the first advice I always give them is ring your insurance company mm-hmm. and ask for a reduction on your premium. Because it is less expensive to insure your car when it's locked away in its home at night. And if you've already told your insurance company that you park your car in the garage and you never have, now you can go to sleep at night guilt-free. <laughs> and you can rest easy knowing that if somebody does break in and steal your car, you don't have to lie to the insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> Once your garage is decluttered, what's a good way, Kirst, to keep it decluttered? I think this is the same for everything in your home, no matter what room it is. As soon as you've got it to the state that you would like it at or close to, because perfection isn't our thing, progress is. Oh, I love it. So when you've got it to a state of happiness, near happiness, then just keep at it. Don't let things get built up. Don't start a project or, you know, don't do the gardening and then just shove things back on random shelves. Like put the tools away, put things away, put the bike away properly, put the helmet away properly, give everything a home and then put it back in that home. And then if things start to build up again, then it's time to declutter again and start to think about and and start to think about what you do bring into your garage. Like if you're working on a project and it's taken over your home and you move it to the garage, why are you moving it to the garage? Should it be moved to the bin? Oh, I like that. <laughs> the garage can be like a big bin. Once stuff gets put, once something gets relegated, renegated, relegated, relegated, renegated is when I've been watching way too much Big Bash. That's yes. what renegating is? Yes. Yeah, okay. So when it's relegated well, to the garage, that's kind of... It's not coming back in the house. Or it never made it to the house in the first place. Like when you're doing a renovation. Yes. I had so many renovations. So many people renovated yep. and have bought stuff to go into the house. Make time to do Let's that say. renovation. I've got clients, multiple clients, who have things to return to shops that make it to the garage never and make never it make it, it any car. further. Or they've got prams or cots they want to sell, make it to the garage, never quite make it on eBay. And then... Or they are waiting for that next child to come along. And that's totally fine. If you're waiting for that next child along to come along, it's fine to live in the garage. Yeah, the garage is a great place for things like that. Um, Store them correctly, though. Prams. Put them in a pram cover. Yeah, please don't let them get dusty and gross. And if you're in Sydney and you've got a gross pram that you want to sell or you want to um, use for your next child... Use my friend's Pure Prams. They clean prams and car <gasps> seats like the bomb. Oh, my gosh. That it, is the best business idea. It is an awesome business idea, isn't it, Kiralee, my that friend? That is brilliant. And Kate, my beautiful friend as well, they run this business. And you should see the prams and the car seats that they have recovered. Like from smash banana grossness. and crust, rust, crusty ruskets. From 10 years ago. Oh, that's the best. And Or spew or oh, poo gross. and all those gross stuff. They clean them and they look like brand new. They are amazing. And they also sell pram covers yeah. so that you can keep them in the garage or in the roof or in the shed. So get onto it. Pure Prams on Facebook. Get onto it. So we want to encourage you to declutter your garage and or your shed this week. And it might be a full weekend job. It might be the kind of thing where you really do have to set aside a Saturday and a Sunday and do it properly. So you take might need everything to... out. Sorry. Go ahead. 
Can I finish my sentence? <laughs> Go for it. Take everything out Maybe. of the garage. <laughs> and you are too much fun. Take everything out of the garage and only put back in things that you really want to keep and that you'll use in the future. And if that seems really overwhelming to you, call Amy and I and we can come over and help you. I love doing garages because do it's one of the best transformations. Oh, it's so satisfying. Sense of accomplishment is high. Huge. In garages. Huge. Love them. Ring Absolutely. us. Call us. Get in contact with us today. Have an amazing week. We'll be cheering you on as you declutter this week. We'd love to see your before and after photos of your garage because they come up a treat. And please show us some photos of you parking your cars in your garage because that would make us happy too. Or on the phone to your insurance company. <laughs> Selfie time. Get on it. <laughs> we can't wait to hang out with you again next week. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favor and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook as Simply Organized PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organized. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash theartofdecluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.